What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Orange and Blue Thing. I am Brian Ernie. That is Darren Meenan. What up? Lizzie's here, as always. Hi, everyone. And, folks, this is very exciting because we have officially made it. The offseason is over. Opening day is tomorrow. Mr. Meenan, are you psyched? I'm extremely psyched. My voice isn't psyched. Yes. Uh, if you were watching earlier on Instagram Live, I had a hard time getting through like a minute of Instagram earlier. So, I, you know, the next hour should be a treat. And this didn't this <laughs> was wasn't even a thing like three hours ago. No, I don't. I will get to it in, in a little. I, I don't know. I've been I've been stressed out. But you know what? That's <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a mess. It's OK. My stomach's is, rumbling. Your busy time has officially started. My jaw is killing me. I know. I if know. You follow me on Twitter. I mean, let's get into it now, I guess. You follow me on Twitter. Last night I wrote something. I went to the dentist. I don't know if you saw it. Mm-hmm. Um. I woke up a couple of days ago and finally I got into a fist fight with someone. Right. My back bottom tooth, uh, I had a wisdom tooth pulled. So it's not, right. it, it's not a tooth. So I went right. last night. I was like, you know what? I can't have this thing acting up at the game on Thursday. I'm super busy Friday. Let me go to the dentist and figure this out. So the first question that the dentist asks me after he inspects my mouth is, you got anything big going on this week? Uh, you know, anything stressful at work? And I'm like, yeah, it's like this most stressful week of my of my year. Yeah. He's like, ah, that makes sense. You're probably clenching your teeth in your sleep. So he suggests getting a guard if it keeps up. But I don't know. I don't know where today now. I have no voice. So I'd like the guard. That'd be that'd uh, be a good look. Uh, no, nah, I think that would be, I don't know if I could sleep like that. Nah, man. You know, I tried to sleep with one of those breathe right strips on my nose one time. That, couldn't that, do it. That I do. That I, I couldn't. Do. I couldn't do it. It was like it was upsetting my equilibrium, man. It, it was <laughs> it was weird me out. All right, so what's going on? Did you do anything last weekend? Anything? Anything? Uh, no. I. You know what? I, I've been feeling like shit lately. So on Friday, I went to bed at like eight thirty. Uh-huh. Um, Saturday, I didn't. Saturday, I went to Shoemaker's house. He had a couple okay. of people over, like some old guys from the old uh, the Hangovers, our old softball team, hanging out at Shoemaker's house on Saturday nice. night. And then Sunday was actually uh, my mother-in-law's birthday. We had a nice little dinner. So nice. I saw. I nice saw, little calm. Nice little calm weekend. I saw Coach Poppy, the famous oh, Coach yeah. Poppy, this weekend. Well, we talked about it last week. The uh, the the fantasy draft. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a great time on Friday night. Drafted our team. Uh, you know, after my grandfather, uh, you know, had a couple scotches. Things got really funny, and uh, so that was fun. And um, and my we celebrated my mother's birthday a little bit early, so that was a lot of fun. We we had a great family weekend, and it did my heart good to see my. I'm playing with his great grandfather. That was that was always that's very awesome. Cool. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> is uh Poppy's not around anymore? Is he? Like he's not coming to not not that's not what I mean. But Poppy's not coming to the game tomorrow. I meant <laughs> no. Poppy's he's went, not in New York. He right? went he went back on Monday. Oh cool. So so he's back in sunny Florida. They uh they are just chilling and they'll they should be watching on TV. I just noticed that when I switch over to your angle, uh-huh. it's frozen. So you're not gonna have an angle tonight. That's okay. Hopefully you don't mind. People need to see me up there. No, no close ups for Ernie yeah, yeah, tonight. Yeah. It's just, which is nice. I have the hair nice and short. <laughs> I got a, I got the beard going on. You know, I got a whole new look. I'm well anyway, let's cheers. Cheers to uh, yes. a new baseball season. And if you'll notice some as nice we, fancy glasses we got cheers tonight. Cheers to the uh, twenty eighteen baseball season. We have some new some new cupware here. So thanks to Lumberland Company for uh, for hooking us up with these, our very own custom orange and blue thing mugs here. You can put mugs. beer in there. I'm actually drinking tea out of this. I gotta hit up the Lumberland guys tomorrow. I'm I am very much not drinking tea. Anyone drink tea out of this freaking Me thing? Me neither. Yep. <laughs> see, yeah, see. So there you go. So you but, guys are partaking in some brewskis. I'm not. Very cool. <clears throat> um, the guys, you know, reached out to us. Some of them are big Mets fans over there. They have. You can kind of customize these things as much as you want. 
So definitely hop over there um, to Lumberland. And they gave us a promo code, too. Yes, yeah, Lumberland.com. 15% off for Orange and Blue Thing listeners and viewers. Uh, just use the code OABT at checkout. You'll get 15% off. And, I mean, this is awesome. You don't have one of them. Last year, Carp had one at the tailgate yes, party. which is exactly um, the first uh, time I saw them. And, you know, it's a good groomsman, groomsman's gift, too. But yeah, yeah. You know I it's smart. it was awesome. You yeah. know what's smart? They've been actually mailing them to, like, different players' lockers. So, like, some player last week, he, he tweeted, he's like, I got to my locker and this cool bat mug was there. So, that's, not, that's really cool. So, shout out to Lumberland. idea. Thank so, you guys for hooking us up. So, um, New Balance. Yes. We got our New Balance. Uh, I'm not calling it. I was, gonna ba- I was about to call it an outing, but we got our New Balance event on Monday, a little home run derby. Dude, I'm Are you pumped so up? so excited. We've been talking about it for a couple weeks now. If you're just watching the show for the first time tonight, we got invited as influencers mm-hmm. uh so we're going to be there in a home run derby they invited 20 20 guys and gals i think uh, taylor rooks is actually on the roster as well she's gonna yeah be taylor rooks will be there you know that i think taylor rooks is quite pretty last year someone asked Uh-oh. us a question yes, about I that know, I know. so taylor will be there a bunch of people my wife has already read me the riot <laughs> no flirting with we taylor get rooks. uniforms and the yeah, whole no, nine no, but no, no. today we practice by the way so I so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> Incredibly talented, also Taylor. Oh, of course. <laughs> Incredibly talented. But she's been doing great things. She also has a podcast. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if like SNY produces it for her or whatnot, but she usually does it like in the SNY studios. Mm. She has some big guests come on. So definitely yeah. check that out. But uh, Monday should be really fun. It should be amazing. The, New Balance is calling it in the game. Yeah. So we're basically players for the day. We are. We are players for the day. They're going to give us the VIP player treatment. Uh, we're going to get to City Field early in the morning. Um, get the get outfitted Uniforms, in New Balance gear. New kicks. Right. We talked about our walk up songs. We got <laughs> headshots that are going to go up on the on the jumbotron on on City Vision or whatever they call it now. So we are very very excited, and you can be part of this. If you share the show, so share the show tonight because this is the be- like usually we I tell mean, people share the show, twenty dollar gift card, get a t shirt, get some tickets to whatever. You get to uh, I totally just jumped on you. No, it's the, it, the house is high awesome. Stakes. It's so th- this is what you get if you're watching right now. Share the show. We're gonna contact you at the end of the show if you get selected. If you're the lucky winner, you get to bring a friend. You get some free stuff from New Era, New Era, New Balance tonight. We're gonna actually get you your your sizes. Forward it over to them. They're going to outfit you in, in some stuff. Like, we're going to get some some kicks and, and whatnot. Get free lunch on the house, and you get to shag fly balls in the outfield during the home run derby. Which, so, is, which is very important because we should talk about it. You this. can't run on the field unless you want to get tackled and arrested. So, like, now you can, exactly. and it's legal. Exactly. Uh, definitely want to win this share contest. And we should talk about just whose fly balls they will be shagging because— not not. Not yours. Yours is going to be over the fence. Oh, well, you're, too, you're too kind to me. Today, Darren and I decided that we need to get some swings in. Look, we can't be chumps, all right? We are representing for Mets fans everywhere, all right? So we went down in the field. We decided to take some swings. They're up on your screen right now. And uh, Darren did a nice little cut of kind of our uh, best of, even though I'm about to, I'm about to uh, nub that one. Um, look, it was so much fun. For me, I said to Darren afterwards, it felt lo- like... Dude, I'm watching my swing here. I don't move my lower. I said that to you. Well, my I have spinal stenosis. Do you know that? Well, like I really do. Like you're I, not the only Mets <laughs> person, you know that. So, does. And my back's been acting up lately. I don't. And the last thing I need is to get hurt before this event. But we're we're standing on wet grass. Yeah, we're not about in cleats. We're like, about five feet away from home plate. Uh, five or ten feet. Uh, is this your home run? 
Uh, it, no, oh, no it's it's, not. that was close. That was close. <laughs> I did hit a couple out, though, and, uh, and which I was very pleased at because I literally haven't swung at a hardball in three years. So Me that neither. was uh, Well, you, you, I'm telling you, man, if I could just retool your swing just a little bit. There you go. I think that, one, I think that one's got the distance. Is that the one? No, no, no. no, no it's, it's not. Close. It's if you close. look here in a second, you zoom in. That, and that's a real feel. That's a, how far is that? Three? Uh, in the, where I hit it, it was about, it was, it was about 320 the in the go. power alley. And then... Uh, yeah, and then and I the hit that yeah right pretty there. decently up in the trees. <laughs> so we're talking, we're probably talking about three forty. It's gonna be a fun time though. So thanks, thanks to uh, the guys and gals over at New Balance for inviting us. It should be a really great time, dude. Share the show right now if you want to come. It should be a great day. Um, any so reason excited. to get to the ballpark is is always fun. But for us, I mean, not to you know gloat or anything, but to be in the batter's box. The day, like, you know, there's going to be a game that night. It's, like, a, we're, it's we're, a dream come we're true. We're warming it up for the guys. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's literally a dream come true to, to take any kind of swings on the field where the Mets play. And I'm just so pumped because we are going to have our photog out there. We're going to get some. We're going to yeah, get some. Jono's uh, coming. It's yeah. It should be a great time. We're going to get some uh, video of it. And I get to show it to my son one day, which is going to be really, really cool. So I'm very, very excited. Um <clears throat> So definitely share the show. Get call in us. on that. Give us Seriously, a call. Make sure. And call us. 631-388-5195. So opening day tomorrow. I mean, it. I like. first of all, let's just start. It's bigger here. than Christmas. It's I bigger can, than New Year's. It's, it's bigger than Hanukkah. It's bigger than any day probably ever of the year for me at least. And now I feel like shit. So now I'm like, before we went live, you're like, okay. you're like, don't just don't talk for the next few minutes. We're going live in a couple. Because like, I'm like stressing over my I'm voice. I'm trying to give you the vibe, The last man. thing I need, I'm, though, is for tomorrow to wake up, have absolutely no voice, right. get to the tailgate, try to chop it up with all of our friends, and I can't freaking speak. So. You know what, Wellness though? formula. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's too late. Yeah. I think you it's know, too late for You know that. what, though? You take three every three <laughs> hours. You can get pumped up all night. We'll see. Right. Anyway, I'm ex- I'm excited, but I just wish I felt better. So, how are you feeling, bro? I'm feeling great, man. <laughs> What's I'm your t- plan for tomorrow? I, What's the plan? For I feel great. I I'm, let me just tell you. I was saying this before. I told you those swings felt like three years of therapy. <laughs> so good. I feel so good. Uh, tomorrow I'm gonna get there nice and early, and uh, and 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 drink some beers and hang out. Probably gonna head into the stadium early too. Always like to get that magnetic. You don't want to miss. You don't want to miss the uh, the opening ceremonies. Too, you know? Yeah, so it's always nice to to cheer on the players for their first time of the year. Yeah, so it'll be. I never miss player intros. That is the one thing. You know, my dad and I are always like, we need to be in our seats for player introductions. I like all the pomp and circumstance, like the the good luck floral floral arrangement they give away right, every right. year. We talked about you know, that last year too. Yeah, I love that. It's so cool. It's it's the only time of year that you see this kind of stuff. The kind of the pomp and circumstance of it all. When so. you walked in today, you actually had a little extra pep in your. Step. I do. I agree. I, I feel agree. great. I, agree. <laughs> I feel so good. It's baseball season back I, I i played baseball today i just feel so good i was normally you know in fairness to people have said they my grandmother said to me you looked so happy on the show last uh. last week and i said i got there a little early and i could kind of chill what most people don't realize is i work a full-time job so i'm usually getting here after like an eight nine hour day so it's like i'm kind of trying to reboot my plus we got little kids so we're up even exactly. earlier than like the normal you know exactly. like when i text you at 7 a.m i know you're up yeah so, uh, but today I was off. We, I, this is a little opening day vacation for me. I'm off the rest of the week and Monday to do our thing. Look at that. So I'm just, I'm feeling. You still did a lot of work though. I saw your boss called you earlier. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never really off the clock. Never. And I, and I work for you too. So, you know, <laughs> I, you're, uh, when you work for Darren, you're never off the clock because Darren's never off Word the up. clock. Yep. See, Lizzie knows. Let's give a, a shout to uh, a couple people for tomorrow though. Uh, our own. Tim Riley is going to be on New York One tomorrow morning. He's taking my spot. I used to go on with Roger Clark when I could when I lived in Queens still, and he hit me up today. He's like, you want to be on tomorrow morning? Do a little little chat for the live spot at like 7.50 a.m. I couldn't do it, so I hit up the bloggers. You can't do it either. 
Tim Riley took the reins, so he's going to be on live tomorrow in New York 1 if you want to check that out. Shout out to Dave Maggio. I saw a preview of tomorrow's uh, yes. TFO, baseball TFO banner, whatever you want to call it. We're going to unveil that at the, at the tailgate party. Gates open at 8 a.m. in the MT lot. It's not like a special thing for our crew, but it's, it is opening at that time. Uh, definitely get there early to secure your spot. It's always a great time. If you see Anthony Cass, and he's yes. got that 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 spread that is unbelievable. Uh, I know he texted you some photos yeah, earlier. Speaking of, he texted me. I saw last night he's prepping like lobsters. Dude, he has he's got lobster. Steaks. He's got everything. As soon as he said that lobster. there was like a thing going on and then somebody put up his his Vemo account, I was like, boom, I sent him money. I was <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah. Bake, bake, hold on. Wants, so. This is what I got pictures of. Baked <laughs> clams, scallops, chicken marsala, lasagna, all prepared. The rest of it is going to be on the grill. The rest of it? <laughs> what are you kidding? I'm in a food coma already. I, and I, I really do- hope that people are donating to him because you know, you're going to Bucks. So he's like, listen, if everyone chips money. in ten bucks, you're going to be well fed. I mean, where can you go for ten bucks? Also, um, let's let's say this too, because this is a guy again who does it out of the goodness of his heart. Please remember that he is not your line order cook. <laughs> okay. Or, yeah. yeah. Seriously, yeah. you treat this guy good tomorrow, and you know, get him some beers. You know. Be kind and conscientious of the fact that he's putting a lot of love into this food. Absolutely. So tailgate parties should be off the hook. I've been promoting it like crazy. Uh, I don't think I've said off the hook in like 10 years. But it's okay, man. It should be, it should be a great right. time. You're not 100%. That's all right. <laughs> I'm excited for it. So it should be a, it should be a great time. So I'm excited for it. Um, we are going to get to Anthony DeComo in just a little bit. I don't know if he's actually watching. Some of our guests like to tune in prior to becoming uh, a guest of the, of the little program here. But uh, let's talk about uh, Wheeler. Yeah. Uh, sent to the minors. Yeah, you know, it makes sense. I understand it, especially as we were on the air. He wasn't having the best outing, wasn't helped by defense, but wasn't having the greatest outing against the Nationals. And then Seth Lugo came in and looked lights out. Yeah. So it was an interesting juxtaposition right there of the two uh, pitchers. And look, Zach is going to have an opportunity to get back on this roster. They have a lot invested in this guy. Um, I think that eventually he has the stuff that will play at the major league level once again. But if he needs to go straighten a couple of things out, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, Mets fans know they have seen it work firsthand. You get a little stint in the minors. I know another guy who got sent down was Hansel Robles. He was actually better after his recall last year. Obviously, the most famous instance is when Steve Traxel got sent down during the 2001 season and came back and was a completely different pitcher. So you never know what little stint at AAA is going to help you and get you over the hump. Right now, Zach probably isn't one of the top five options in that rotation, and that's why he's not there. This under Mickey Calloway is a meritocracy. We know this now. You have to earn your keep. And if you're not cutting the mustard, you're not going to get in there just because you got traded for Carlos Beltran or, you know, you have a name or you have some brand name recognition. And that's what Dave Island said as well. He said, uh, well, this is from James Wagner. He put it on Twitter. Dave Island was blunt. Wheeler was given a chance this spring and he didn't get it done. They want him to pitch every five days and improve. After Wheeler was told the news this morning, he threw the best bullpen session in years per Mets coaches. So Let, let's throw this out there too, because Zach has been very supportive of, of your brand, and I think I hit him up. I actually sent him a direct message, yeah. not to jump on you, but yeah. I was like, "Keep your head up, man. Like, hope, hope you'll be back here soon." And he replied, "I'll be back better and stronger than ever. Like it is what it is." And you know that's what, I mean? what, and that's exactly the mindset he should have. He's a professional. He's a very good pitcher. Uh, eventually, I not think the name Zach, drop there, but no, but I think Zach Wheeler will be back, and uh, we. We, look, here's the, the luxury we have over journalists. We can root for guys. We're Mets fans. I'm not sitting here saying, oh, Zach Wheeler. And I, 
I want Zach Wheeler to win 20 games at the major league level. Yeah. So uh, God bless him. I hope he does do that, come back stronger and better than ever, and hopefully we'll see him back at City Field real soon. So let's touch on the lineup quick. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you've probably seen this already, but are, were you surprised that um, Syndergaard's in the eight hole no. and uh, Rosario's bat ninth? No, I'm not surprised. Um, I wrote something for our blog uh, a week or so ago, a week or two ago, about how I really did not want Ahmed Rosario to bat eighth. Uh, this is a guy who had trouble controlling the strike zone. We'll talk to Anthony Tacoma a little bit about that in a little bit. But... You know, you look at what he was, what he did in his promotion. A lot of spark, but he had a real hard time on his chase rate. It was really not that good. So he's going to have to command the strike zone and have an understanding of what's a strike and what's not. And he's got to tighten that up. To put him in the eight hole in front of the pitcher, that can be destructive for a guy who does not have, uh, you know, good plate discipline yet. So I was very happy. If if it were me, I probably would have him bat seventh instead. Batting ninth is my would be my second choice. I think ultimately the end goal will the hope will be that maybe one day he can lead off for this team. But as of right now, batting nine, flipping that order over, maybe acting as like a, a de facto second leadoff hitter. I'm very happy with that. And you know what? I got to give you a pat in the back real quick. Hold Thanks. On. Okay. Huh. I like that. How's so it feel? does it feel good? You know what that's feels, for? Phil still feels strong. I'm I'm gonna hope Brandon Nimmo. Brandon Nimmo okay. in January yeah. QBC. You said he was going to be the leadoff guy, and I think a lot of guys we talked to that day. Yeah, I know Pete was. Pete McCarthy's like, no. So and you and you're like, no, he's gonna he's gonna bat leadoff, and every guy was everyone that we talked to that day was almost everyone was like, I don't think so. Yeah. So pat on the back to you, brother. Thank you. Here's the thing: I'm a big, big, big believer in Brandon Nimmo and his on base skills and his command of the strike zone. I think he's just been. By the way, I want to make one point. Telecast said that he struck out a lot this spring training. Let's not get on that too much. I agree with Ronnie. If you're deeper in counts, you're more likely to obviously you know, be prone to a strikeout. But let's not forget about this. In spring training, some of those strikeouts are borderline pitches where the umpires just want to get it over with. So let's just throw that out there. Um, Nimmo is such an interesting case. Obviously, we're going to talk about Michael Conforto in a little bit, but he's not far behind. He's not going to be far behind this team. He's going to be back soon. Can Nimmo become... The everyday center fielder, and if he does, what does that do to the lineup? But the guy has gotten on base at almost a 370 clip at the major league level so far. That is so valuable. I don't see how the Mets, if he continues the kind of torrid pace that he's had throughout the uh, throughout the spring, I don't see how they can get him out of there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So uh, we're gonna pull in our buddy Anthony here. <clears throat> Sorry, Anthony, I'm losing my voice, but great timing, right? All right, uh, let's welcome in tonight's guest. He has been the Mets beat writer on MLB.com since 2010. You can catch him on Twitter at, of course, Anthony DeComo. He is Anthony DeComo. And what's up? Nothing at all. How are you guys doing? Good, good. It's opening day eve. How could we be bad, you know? It is exciting. You know what? Everyone's like, oh, you know, you got to come back from Florida, come to the cold. I'm like, are you nuts? I would so much rather be in new york city than i would be in in port st Lucie, florida i'm sorry it's warm down there it's nice but this is the greatest city in the world you had you had duffy's cabin fever did you <laughs> a little bit and you, how long were you at you down there the whole time right like spring training starts you're there you don't come back at all yeah i think i flew down what like february 12th something like that um yeah, i had one short weekend away but uh, otherwise i was there the entire time so. you, you know what you're our first guest that's calling in from a car 
So uh, <laughs> there's a first on this one. It looks like a spacious <laughs> car. That's, 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 yeah, that's the key. It's the least, so. All right, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get right, get right into it. Um, the roster broke with some uh, two firsts here, Philip Evans and Jacob Rame. Uh, they both made the squad. So what did Mickey see spe- specifically from these guys to help them break camp? Yeah, I think Evans is the real interesting one because he, I mean, he wasn't supposed to make the team. They outrighted him off the 40-man roster this winter. I thought we would never see Philip Evans ever again. Um, but he kind of forced his way onto the roster. He hit pretty well. But more than that, you know, he played second base, third base, left field, right field. He played some catcher toward the end of camp. And the Mets really liked that versatility. Now, he kind of played his way onto the team. It's also a product of the fact that the Mets have an off day right away. Um, you know, They don't feel like they necessarily need an eight-man bullpen right away. So they can kind of stash that extra bench player and realistically if Michael Conforto comes back as, as soon as we all think he will at this point it's not going to be a whole lot of, of playing time or time on the roster for Philip Evans but it is a credit to him that he was able to do that get himself back on the 40 man because now if they do need a bench player over the course of the summer he's going to be one of the first that they look to um, as for Jacob Rahm you know he's one of many really hard throwing relievers that the Mets got last year that the Mets have in their system now and not to belittle what he did because he had a very nice camp, strikeout and inning, that sort of thing. But it, it's more about, you know, whichever of those guys pitched well was going to make the team and probably isn't going to be here for long either. They're going to shuttle up and down all summer. You're going to see Hansel Robles this summer. You're going to see some of those other guys. I know. I'm just saying you're going to see it. You're going to see Drew Smith. You're going to see uh, Jamie Callahan and all these other guys. They're going to bounce up and down a ton. And uh, that's kind of the strategy here because I don't think if you look at the Mets bullpen, you know, that back end of Familia, Ramos, Blevins, Swarzak, it's good. It's probably not like Yankees good or Indians good or, or stacking up with some of the best in the game, but the Mets feel like they can run 10, 11 deep in the bullpen and really not lose anything in terms of quality. And Raym is, is one of those guys. Well, you talked about how things are going to be fluid. Let's stay on that. Um, obviously, this was an interesting choice that they made with Seth Lugo um, in, you know, at the expense of Zach Wheeler. Were you surprised by that? And, and how fluid is that situation going to be with the fifth starter spot? So that one's going to be fluid, too, because Jason Vargas is right. probably coming back sooner rather than later. And, you know, yes, it'll be Lugo's spot that he takes when he gets back. But we'll also let's see where the rotation is at in a week or two, because you never know what can happen. Um this one to me was fascinating because you could see it happen before our eyes. It was it was a Thursday night game in camp, and it was supposed to be like Zach Wheeler nailing down his rotation spot. That was the story, and he did the exact opposite. He lasted, what was it, one inning, two innings? Yeah. Gave up a ton of runs, gave up a ton of hits. All of a sudden, Seth Lugo comes into the game. He thinks he's, he's there for three outs. He winds up going four scoreless and looked great doing it, and it's like you, you see the wheels turning, and you're like, hmm wait a second, all of a sudden it's Seth Lugo's job. So kudos to Seth Lugo. And I think both of those things, the Evans thing that we just talked about and also the Lugo thing point to the fact that there were jobs that could be and were won this spring. And that's not always the case. It hasn't always been the case with the Mets. Um, There have been years where it didn't really matter what guys did in spring training. Uh, The roster was going to be what it was going to be. And that clearly wasn't the case this year. Uh, This was an opportunity for them to give Zach Wheeler some tough love and maybe a reality check. It was an opportunity for them to reward guys like like Evans, like Lugo, like Raim, guys like that to make the roster. 
And I think that's a pretty good thing because I think there was you even heard Zach Wheeler say it himself. It's like there's an expectation sometimes that you're going to be here. You've been here for so long, and it's probably not the worst thing in the world for some of these guys to realize that it's it's not a guarantee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you uh, you actually talked about you you touched on Michael Conforto there for a second. Uh, he's actually eligible to come back by maybe even around the fifth is what they've been talking about. I was actually surprised to see him him already taking swings a lot earlier than we expected. He played the field. Um, you know, he seems like he's actually ready. Uh, do you think they're, they're going to push him to play right away, or do you think that they're going to kind of like play it safe? Well, they're not going to push him, but, you know, we were at the start of camp, we were talking about May 1st, and obviously he's going to beat that by quite a bit. Uh, it's not a matter of them kind of pushing him because they want them on the team. It's just a matter of he's looked great. Yeah, yeah, maybe I worded that wrong. I don't think push him, but do you think that they're actually going to give him a sh- – you know, do you think – I mean, if they ask him, I think yeah, he's going to say, eligible, I want to play. I was going to say, I mean? once he's eligible, is, is he going to be in there? Do you think he's going to be in there on April 5th? I think he has a chance. I think he has a chance. It's going to depend on what he does over the next week. Basically, he needs to go out there in the minor league games that are going on down there and show that he can play center field nine-inning games back-to-back. Uh, is he going to have time to do that? and recover and, and show that he can do it over the next, whatever it is, week to 10 days, maybe. Um, but if it's not April 5th, it, you know, it could be April 7th or April 8th. I, I really don't think it's going to leak much further into the month. And, and yeah, it's a very good thing. I think, uh, you know, if you had asked me at the start of spring training, I would have said May 1st is probably the best case scenario. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, we're talking about mid-April, definitely, and, and maybe even early April. All right, so we were just talking about this before we had you on. It's obviously connected to, to the Conforto situation, and that's Brandon Nimmo. Um, he's obviously won a job himself. Uh, if he keeps hitting like this and, and getting on base, more importantly, uh, and he is really the one viable leadoff option this team has, uh, mm-hmm. can he stick there in center field when Conforto is reactivated? And if he does, that, that's going to mean that Jay Bruce is going to play first base. Is Jay Bruce ready to play first base? I really don't think so, and I don't. I don't mean that from a physical standpoint. Like he can do it, he can get the job done, but I don't think mentally he's he's in a place where he expects to play very much first base. Um, I think when he signed the contract, he did so expecting to be an outfielder, and that's not to say that he won't go and do it. But it's certainly not his top priority, uh, and I don't get the sense it's the Mets' top priority right now, uh, only because. You know, they see the same things. They see the same things that we all see. Brandon Nimmo is that guy who, if he's hitting, he's an ideal leadoff candidate. You want that bat in the lineup. Adrian Gonzalez didn't have a great spring, so Bruce at first base. Like it looks really good on paper, uh, but the Mets also know that. Again, it, it, it's becoming a cliche around here, but it's so true. Is that these things kind of work themselves out? Yeah. So if you're sitting here on March 28th and you're penciling Jay Bruce in at first base, well, then what happens if Cespedes goes on DL, or even Bruce goes on DL, or something else happens? Something will happen that's, that's going to work the situation out. So, uh, you know, if in this utopian world where Nemo is hitting great and all the outfielders are healthy and blah, 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 then, yeah, I think they're going to have to at some point go down that road and talk to Jay Bruce, and he'll probably say okay and, and have him at first base, at least as an option to get all these guys in the lineup on a regular basis. Uh, but realistically... It's probably not going to happen because something else that we can't foresee right now will take place. Let me just follow up on that. Are you surprised the Mets didn't get him reps there in spring training? I, I am surprised. I am surprised. I, I think they probably should have just in case. And I think part of it was the fact that he's done it before. He did it a bunch last year. So it's not like it's a brand new position. It's not like they're worried. Like, can he handle it defensively? I think they, they feel like he can handle it just fine. Uh, is it going to be their best defensive team if he's at first base instead of right field? No, probably not. 
Um, but I think they're okay with it. I, I still would have gotten them out there a little bit. Um, but so it is. I mean, we'll, we'll see when we get into the season. It's true. Orange and blue thing chatting live with MLB.com's Anthony DeComo. Um, let's stay on the Conforto theme. Uh, provided he does come back and bumps Nimmo out of the lineup. Uh, does he also recapture the leadoff spot? This is a guy who got on base at an, a tremendous clip before he got hurt last year. But there are guys that can lead off. Uh, probably their best option, I would probably say, is Drupal Cabrera. Does Cabrera go up to the leadoff spot and they lengthen the lineup a little bit and have Conforto hit two or three? Or do they put Conforto right back at one? I think right away you'll see Conforto at one when he comes back. I think he's used to it at this point. They kind of like that idea. Um, but I, I also think well, a couple of things. One. Uh, you know, it's Dribble Cabrera. I actually think fits better at leadoff than he does betting cleanup, which he's going to do yeah. tomorrow, which I thought was a little unexpected. I, I thought Todd Frazier would be a cleanup. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, those are quibbles. I mean, those are really not going to affect what you're doing in terms of how many runs you're scoring on a daily basis. Um, but I, I think, you know, we get caught, so caught up in who's going to be the leadoff guy. I, I actually think there's going to be a bunch of guys that get significant time there. I think Conforto is going to be one of them. Cabrera is going to be one of them. Uh, Nimmo is going to be one of them. You might even see if Walmagar starts hitting, he gets some against lefties. Maybe they go down the Todd Frazier road again at some point if he's getting on base. I think ultimately, like everyone's dream scenario for the Mets is to have Ahmed Rosario lead off. And and that's definitely not an April thing. Uh, It's probably not a first half of the season thing. It might not even be a 2018 thing. But if he can prove that he can get on base at like a 350 clip, you know, over the course of his year, he's only 22. He can get better then that's your guy. I mean, that's a guy who can steal a whole bunch of bases. If he can get on base and just create havoc, that solves so many problems. It makes the lineup deeper. You can move Conforto down into an RBI spot. You can do so many different things. So that's the goal. Um, but in the interim, I think yeah, all of those guys are going to see time up top. All right, so uh, so what's the vibe around around camp, around uh, Ahmed Rosario? He sort of flew under the radar this spring, um, but we've had some trouble with the strike zone during his call-up last season. Is there any worry there that he could struggle struggle in his in his at-bats this year, in a full season? Yeah, there's there's definitely a concern. I mean, look, he's, he's 22 years old. He hasn't really shown an aptitude so far in his career for, for taking pitches and getting on base. Uh, he chases a lot, and these are things that the Mets obviously preach against all the way up the system. So if he hasn't kind of gotten it at this point, he, you know, I think there's definitely a thought that maybe he won't ever. And that's not necessarily the worst thing in the world because he's still clearly a good hitter. Um, he can still get on base, you know, the old fashioned way. He can still hit for a ton of power. He can do all these things. Um, and even if he doesn't turn into the type of hitter that the Mets would love him to be, he's an everyday player with his defense, with his speed, with the things that he brings. He's shown enough that he's going to be that guy. I think, um, but is there a worry? Yeah, I think long term, because the ceiling for this guy's all star, right? So to do that, he needs to figure out a way to take a walk every once in a while. He needs to figure out a way to stop chasing out of the zone. He's never going to hit, you know, 320 if he can't do that. So, um, again, the fact that he hasn't done it already is a little troublesome for me because coming up the ladder, you, you want to see guys do that, and it gets harder and harder each level you go. But on the other side of that coin, he is only 22. And like you said, Darren, he is so under the radar this spring. I mean, talk about a guy who was a top five prospect last year in big league camp this year, coming off his big league debut, 22 years old. We should be talking about this guy every single day because the ceiling is still through the roof, but we're not. And I think that's actually a good thing for him because everyone's so focused on the other guys in this lineup. If he can just go out and do his thing, feel a little comfortable right off the bat, get off to a hot start, 
that might be just the confidence builder who needs to, to take that next step. Let's touch about uh, touch on a couple more guys in the lineup. Um, for for me, obviously, the sense that I get is Mets fans are concerned about Adrian Gonzalez. Um, going to bat six tomorrow. I I assume that I am like I actually am not that concerned. I think what he brings defensively and through leadership is fine. I think he could still hit enough, but. It, it it's worth noting that he had a bad spring training. So do you have a sense for how patient the Mets are going to be with him, uh, given the fact that he is very cuttable, <laughs> you know, with making the major league minimum, they can cut uh, ties with him at any point. They can, but here's the thing is Dominic Smith is clearly not ready. He missed all of camp. He's still, you know, working on that quad strain. And even if he is healthy, you know, he didn't show anything in the majors last year. He ha- has to go down to AAA and prove that he's too good for that level. So the point that I'm making is Adrian Gonzalez has all suddenly become more valuable than he was, even though the fact that he's not hitting, uh, the only other guy, really, unless you want to start going down that Jay Bruce road, is Wilmer Flores. And I know there's a, a big contingent out there that loves Wilmer Flores and wants him to play every day and wants him to get reps. And he will, by the way. He's going to play against right-handers a bunch. Um but the Mets have never seen him as that everyday guy. They don't really think he's all that much more than a platoon bat. And really, up until last year when he had a nice run against right-handers, he hasn't shown that he's that guy. And maybe he will. But in the interim, they kind of need Adrian Gonzalez. They need some coverage at first base. So if he goes out and falls flat on his face in April, yes, they can cut him. But more likely, I think at this point, until Smith shows something, they kind of have to keep Adrian Gonzalez around just to – cover that position and uh, you know maybe the situation is totally different on june 1st uh but for now i think uh, it would make everyone a lot more comfortable at, at what could be a weakness for the mets if adrian gonzalez goes out and just you know it's 250 with a little power draws some walks and, and and you know the defensive thing at first base i don't think anyone's worried about but if he can do those things and stay on the field i think uh, everyone will be a lot happier going forward yeah. uh brian Ernie and darren Meenan talking with mlb.com's anthony DeComo. so <clears throat> going to go off the script here i know i sent you this a little bit earlier but i was actually doing some research earlier earlier today and i was googling for some photos you can't see it on the screen here but there's some photos okay. going on in the background i know i put the facts up there a little snapple facts for you um you've been an, an intern <clears throat> you started as an intern with mlb uh over a decade ago so obviously the okay. game has changed quite a bit and i actually brought this up i think it was last season that the game has changed so much for guys like you over the past even just few years, and a lot of you guys actually have been picking up the camera and just and just changing the way that you cover the team. So <clears throat> can you just touch on that a little bit? Like what has changed that you've seen maybe even in just recent years where you have to adapt to the way that people cover a baseball team? Uh, now, yeah, you're, I mean, now you're doing photography, you know, obviously heavy on social media. Um, maybe just touch on that for a second. Rain, de- uh, rain delay theater. Rain delay theater. What, pic- what picture is up there right There's now? There's a bunch of pictures up there. But I like the okay. Snapple. Fa- I-, I emailed you. I can tell the-, the fans that are watching this on the screen. I said anything that fans should know about you. Like, well, my favorite color is blue. I like a nice Manhattan on the rocks. And uh, <laughs> and what else did you say? I, and, I did say that. And something else, but I got him on the screen here. So yeah. just touch on, like, the way okay. the game has changed. Did you shoot the photo, by the way? Um 2015 from the press box of Sandy looking over the the crowd was that yours? No, that was that was not me. That was uh, that was Jared Diamond. Jared Diamond. That was a great photo. Great photo. That was a great photo. But Um, I mean, you've been doing great great work, and I and I always urge the fans to follow you on Twitter because you know you do more than just write. You're 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 you know you're funny on Twitter and also shoot some great photos. So just touch on what maybe have changed over the past few years for you guys. 
Well, I appreciate that. Um, you know, the photos I, I thing I like to do in spring trading because we have such good access in spring trading, much more than we get during the regular season. So there's really an opportunity for that. But it does kind of play into what you're saying is, yeah, everything's changed. And most of it's because of social media and those sorts of things. Um, you know, when I first started in 2007, I was an intern. It was much more traditional. And I've only ever worked for online outlets, obviously MLB.com. This has really been my only job in the industry. But even back then, what we did much more followed a newspaper model, which is, you know, you, you write one story a day and then your second story is maybe a little notebook filled with little nuggets and things like that. Um, that's kind of changed over the years and it's changed, you know, in, in different ways. I think with the social media thing, um, it's a double-edged sword because things break constantly. They can break at any time. You see it in the off season. Obviously I've had plenty of times when I've been out to dinner um, and something's happening. Got a like, tweet. Right, got a tweet. Oh, right. <laughs> I got a text. I got a tweet. I got to do all these things. Um, so that's interesting in that it's it's good because you can never really be beat anymore. Like I'm never beat on a story by more than a few minutes because something comes out, somebody breaks something. It's right there. You can catch up pretty quickly. But the the downside is I always tell people that I feel like I'm an on call surgeon during the you know you never know when something's going to happen, when I'm going to have to rush away and do something. So it, it's good and it's bad. Um, I like it, but kind of a byproduct of this whole thing. You talk about the social media and taking photos and things like that is, you know, for us as beat writers, we've kind of become individual brands. And I think fans, you know, see us as personalities in different ways. So yeah, I try to feed that. I try to give people different looks at things. Some people love when I post videos on Twitter, some people like the pictures, some people like the stories that I write and, and we'll click on those links, which is ultimately the end goal for all of us. Um, but I think there's different ways to keep people engaged. Uh, some people love StatCast, for example. Some people hate it. Some people love when I tweet about Tim Tebow. Some people hate it. <laughs> uh, but as long, I feel like as long as you're giving a, a, across the spectrum stuff that can appeal to all sorts of people, then you know hopefully everyone comes away with a little something that makes them happy if they're a Mets fan, and that's that's kind of the goal. Well, also what I found when I was searching for Google today for some photos, which actually was one of the nuggets that you sent in the email, I texted Brian. I was like, look at this guy. He could actually go right for the 51s and have a full-time job in, at the casinos because you're also a big-time <laughs> gambler. Like you, you, You're big in poker or what? Uh, I don't know if I call myself big time. Well, the no, photo I got on the screen here, you got a I stack. Say, that's a you stack, got a man. stack of that's... chips in front of you in this photo I got on the screen right now. And you got your hood up, a little incognito. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing you found one from last from last winter. I played in a big tournament. Of I always wonder what you guys month. did in the off season. I was like, you know, you're still on call, but you know, now you got a, another whole another career to back up on. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know about that, but no, that's, that's just a that's a hobby I've had since back in college. Um, but that's kind of the cool thing about this job too is you get to travel around the country. Um, you get to see different things. So like I've got friends in different cities that I get to see because I can do this, but you know, I can play poker in different places around the country. If that's, if I've got a free night, things like that. Um, I'm a big foodie too. So going to different restaurants and things like that. Um, you know, it's, it's a fun job. I really like my job to be honest with you. And 
uh, going around and, and doing these different things is part of the reason why. Dude, well, when, what more can you ask for, you know? Exactly. And when and when you're in college and and you're sitting around with your boys and you watch rounders, you're gonna you're gonna start <laughs> playing cards. That's that's what it is. All right. So since you are a gambling man, we have to let you do a little prognosticating. Okay. Sure. We've been asking guests all off season to pick the Mets win total for 2018. We're obviously gonna hold you to this, and if you're wrong, you know we're gonna get very angry at you on social media. All right. <laughs> so how many games does this team win? this season and is it a playoff club so let me preface this by saying last year when everyone was picking the Mets to win 90 games I, I actually thought they were going to be bad and I, I that was my prediction I thought they would miss the playoffs and lo and behold I am a genius and you all hate me for it <laughs> however uh, I you know fool me once fool me twice I actually think the Mets are going to be good this year yeah. um, I think biggest problem I had at this time last year going into the season was I didn't like their depth. I didn't like their starting pitching depth. I didn't like their bullpen depth. The lineup depth was fine. It was okay. But in, in the pitching areas, I just didn't like what they were doing. And I kind of foresaw, you know, a couple of guys gets hurt. Maybe, you know, a Syndergaard, you know, blows his elbow out or something. Then what do they do? Uh, I just feel like they're a lot better covered this year. Um, I'm a lot more comfortable with the options they have once they get to the seventh, the eighth, the ninth option in the rotation, which they will use, by the way. Um, I'm a lot more comfortable, kind of like we talked at the very beginning with the bullpen, about that eighth, ninth, tenth bullpen arm that they have that they can bring up and use. So I, I, I don't think the Mets blow me away in any one area, but I also don't really think they have a clear weakness that you can point to and be like, that's going to be their downfall. I think their defense has gotten a lot better. Like I said, the depth in the rotation, the depth in the bullpen, I think the lineup is fine, one through eight. It's pretty solid, one through eight. And then obviously, if things break right with the rotation, it can still be an elite rotation. So it is a very long-winded way to say, and and I'll preface it again by saying, look, the Nationals are very, very good, and you probably don't want to hear me say this, but they're better than you right now. Um, There's no reason to think, barring a big injury to one of their guys, that they're not going to continue to be better. But I think the Mets are right there. I think they are an 88-win team, and I think they're going to get a wild-card spot. Okay. 88 wins and go. a wild-card. We're going to hold you to it, man. All right, bud. So Got keep it. up the great work. We'll see you out there at the ballpark. And um, definitely try out the new food options. The Mets actually brought in a whole bunch of new stuff. I, know, I don't know how much time you get away from the press box there, but definitely try it out. But anyway, uh, cheers to a new season. Keep up the great work. Everyone go follow Anthony on Twitter and all that good stuff. And, and we'll uh, see you tomorrow. Yeah, thanks for joining us, bud. Yeah, you got it. Anytime, guys. I will be eating all season long, so all good. (laughs) Sounds good. Anthony DiComo of MLB.com, of course, been covering the Mets for the better part of a decade now. Wow, time flies, huh? That's crazy. That's insane. And you know what? Well over over a decade. He started 2007 as the intern and then, you know, moved up the ranks. But that's how you get a job, kids. You got to move up the ranks. That's it. So we should talk about the predictions. So since now we have Anthony at 88 and a wild card That's the same as Cliff. That's it. That is the same as Cliffy. And uh, we will go to this little graphic that we've done here. We asked Steve Gelbs, Cliff Floyd, and, of course, Darren Meenan and Brian Ernie, who are <laughs> obviously luminaries <laughs> in the Mets world, uh, you know, how, how many wins we're going to get. And they're all right around the same range here. Yeah, but you know what? I actually said to you earlier when we were driving to the, to the field, when I said 92 drunk a couple right. weeks ago, yeah. last week you were like, that's high. And you're only one off, dude. 
I am. So here's what the changed over the past two weeks. Here, here's what changed. I got to be honest with you. I've talked about this a little bit. I am not that bullish on the Nationals. I know Anthony just said that the Nationals are good. We should have pressed him on that a little bit and because how are they, how are they? You know, he said barring one big injury, they already have one big injury. Let, Daniel Murphy's not even starting. I think that is a huge uh, oversight on the part of basically the collective baseball zeitgeist. I mean, I don't understand why Daniel Murphy's injury is not a bigger deal. This guy is not doing regular baseball activities yet. I mean, he's hitting off the tee. He's taking some batting practice. He's not fielding balls that you know, that make him move at all. So, I mean, if this was a Mets player that was integral to their lineup, people would be freaking out. So this is why I'm a little bit more bullish on the Mets. Look, I like their offseason. You know, I like Todd Frazier. I liked a lot of what they did and, and how they're constructed. I do think that Jay Bruce needs a first baseman's glove at some point. But, man, the, like, the culture is different. We have heard that so many times with this franchise. They need a culture change. They need a culture change. Well, guess what? Finally, it looks like they've done it. And I think that this team is better than the 2015 team. Well, that's exactly what I'm going about to pull up. <clears throat> Good timing there, Mr. Ernie. So, Ioannis Cespedes actually had a press conference. Well, it wasn't his. It was like, you know, the whole team was talking today. And um, this was his first press conference in English, I think. But um, he says that this team is better than the 2015 Mets. This year, it's the best team that I've been around. So, I'm really excited to go outside tomorrow with this team, all the fans. So I think we have a lot of chance this year because this team is, for me, is way better than the team we have in 2015. Is this just lip service day before opening day? These guys just say stuff like this? I don't think so, man. I don't know, but I'm pumped. <laughs> if, if it is, I'm pumped. Easy, I'm pumped. easy. <laughs> Let, let's, let's also talk about this just very briefly. Uh, and now that my ears are freaking blown out. Sorry, everyone at home. Can, can we talk about how impressive... <laughs> That like it is that these ball players Jesus come Christ. over here. And I got no voice now. I got no eardrums. <laughs> my stomach's rumbling. My jaw hurts. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can I, I, I'm excited. I, 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 I'm excited. All I want to say quickly is this: oh I agree with him. Number one. And number two, awesome that he did the press conference in yeah. English because I know he's been using an interpreter. And I know a lot of these guys are just aren't comfortable sometimes because they don't want to be misconstrued. They don't want to be right, taken right, out right, of context. Right, right. We talked about that last year. They didn't I mean. But, I mean, it's, I think it's so impressive. Pedro Martinez taught Jose Reyes very early in his career. It says, it, if you come here and take and, – and he, Pedro would always say, if you come here and you want to take – the, the, the money from the U.S., then you learn the language and respect. Right, and I right. thought that was so interesting, and for, uh, interesting perspective from Pedro that he passed on to Jose Reyes, who obviously did. You know, Jose is, is great and fluent and speaks incredible English. And I think it's so – if you made me go do a press conference in Spanish right now, I would cry. Do you speak Spanish? My eyes out. No. And how, uh, but like, I doubt you assessment has got a lot of English lessons in Cuba. Right. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. Like, I, I just think that's so impressive. Anyway, I think that's I think so great. impressive. Anyway, share the show right now. Be in the running for that awesome prize package from our friends at New Balance. Go on the field on Monday. Shag fly balls during the home run derby that Brian and I are partaking in. Should be a great time. He gets a whole bunch of free stuff from New Balance. You also get free lunch in the Delta Club. It's, it's just going to be a great day. When else can you run on the field without getting jumped and arrested from the security guards? So uh, take part in that. Just ask I, that kid who ran out in the, during the All-Star <clears throat> game. All-Star game. Was there someone on the field for yeah. All-Star game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always remember. I watched last night the, um, the, the replay of Johan's no-hitter. The one guy... <clears throat> 
Yes. That jumps on the pile that Duda, and Duda, that Duda just is, keeps punching him Duda, in the ribs. I, that was my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. And, and Duda got Dickie with a, with, a, with a punch a little bit. By and, accident. And Dickie's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's going on, man? <laughs> so something came up a couple nights ago, and you texted me about it. Well, you, I think you texted yeah, me I, and Riley yeah, and I said, said like, so Riley's going to whip up something. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't even know who, what's going on with this. So No, you said, who's the rock? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm not even entertaining this. I'm, I'm not going to pretend like you don't know who the rock is. The guy from Moana, right? Yeah, the guy from Moana. And then I sent you the you're welcome gif. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which I actually had in this blog post, and then you took it out. But No, I didn't. It was there first. Then oh, you drafted was, it. Oh, well, that's because, yeah, yeah, okay. Well. So anyway... Um, Noah Syndergaard put up, see you soon, New York. I'm ready to breathe in that New York City air again with a gif, 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 whatever you want to say, of the rock doing his breathing thing, whatever you call it. Uh, is it what does he say? Like, do you smell? You if, smell with yeah, the rock? If you yeah. smell. So anyway, the rock saw this and quote tweeted it and wrote, New York wel- welcomes you back, Thor. I've torn a lot of muscles and tendons over the years, so you tearing your lat is a savage mo Is a savage, you're supposed to say move, is a savage move. And don't take any shit from Mr. Met. He's to you what Kevin Hart is to me. Just smile and slap him into next week. What's going on? Is this like a wrestling thing? No, Seriously. No. I'm Kevin, not, I'm Kevin not... Hart and him are like boys. They do a bunch of movies together, and they always see Because, you know, Kevin Hart's like the size of The Rock's bicep. Okay. <laughs> you know? Well, this got like a ridiculous amount of traction online, and you actually wrote that. Like, this is probably going to get a lot of clicks. Yeah, I said, you know, I was right on that because, you know, it's The Rock, man. It's The Rock's got like two da- million. Darren comes into my office, and he's like, so... I know how much you love wrestling, but it's if you go on Instagram and you look at the stories, then you're going to see that it well, got the so Instagram much traction. And I was like, but you know what? I you don't can care. Keep we the, can keep track of like clicks on yeah, Instagram when, yeah. you, when you do like the in the in yeah. the story where you can actually like, put a link and says yeah, like yeah. swipe up. It got like eight times the amount of clicks than like a normal blog post. And not get. to mention the fact that The Rock is so which is impressive, and he's transcended wrestling. I mean, the guy's practically the he's got to be one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Yeah. Now, so, I didn't know I mean, he was even a wrestler. I thought it was just a movie star. See? Get out! Even I knew that. He's <laughs> oh, full of shit. Yeah, he was gonna say, "Why do you even indulge him? <laughs> Why do you even indulge him?" Anyway, all right. Do you want? Do you want to? Uh, do you want to? Uh, talk I want to show the little the little gif here that I made yesterday. Is it a gif or a gif? What, it's, I don't I, even, it's a gif. I think. I don't even know. Everybody loves that I was really loud before, so I just want to. Yeah, I'm sure they love it. I'm sure they love it. Yeah, my ears don't love it. To you. Anyway, just a whatever. Another quick tidbit here. I just saw on Twitter the Rumble Ponies are hiring. If you want to work for the Rumble Ponies, go check them out. Go Rumble Ponies. So, what else is going on? I think it's time for us to uh, start talking about what you got going up on, uh, oh, on right. the old website. What is it? Your mom says don't don't call it shilling. Well, I guess if you just keep saying don't. Well, why don't we talk <laughs> about the tailgate? We already did that. Where were you like an hour ago? Oh, I was probably on my phone. Yeah, okay. Well, so anyway, Monday, if you're watching live, what I'm wearing right now, the uh, 126th Street zip up in Royal drops. The uh, Straight Outta Queens hoodies, which actually Liz is wearing right now, is going to be restocked for like the fourth time. That's a hot seller. It's probably like our best-selling sweatshirt we've, we've had in the past few years. And a bunch of stuff from New Era as well, so go check that out. Also, this Friday, actually, yeah, this Friday. I thought today was Thursday. Um, <clears throat> we have the next outing go up on the Mets website. So Mets.com slash the Seven Line Army. It is the game against the Nationals in July. It's our last outing before the All-Star break. It is the Mets reversible rally cap giveaway. It is on Saturday, July 14th at City Field for 77 bucks, And you also get the Seven Line Army's 2018 jersey with that. So definitely set an alarm. Don't have, like, the opening day hangover on Friday and forget. So uh, 
Friday at noon, Mets.com slash the seven line army. Share the show right now if you want to take part in our uh, our share contest and win that awesome prize package from New Balance. The next caller that gets through on 631-388-5195 will play What's in the Box presented by our friends over at Clear. If you don't have Clear, you definitely should for especially like days like tomorrow. I have it. And you get to bring a guest, I think. Like, not everyone needs to have it. So, really? Yeah. So if you see, have it I and your wife doesn't that, or a kid, your kid doesn't, yeah. they can come with you. You get to cut the line. They're really cutting the line. It's a different line. Oh. Um, and get into the games a lot faster. Yes. It is a, uh, it's a streamlined line. It is a, uh, it's an, uh, we assume that you're not going to blow anything up line. Well, because, <laughs> because, because. When they use your biometrics, yeah, and they stuff. scan they can, your eyes, they can your fingerprints, yeah, say, all they that can good stuff. Sure that you, you when you sign up. So, um, we actually used it the last time we flew down to where were we going? Wherever we went recently, we flew out of. JFK. Yeah, you said it worked great, right? Oh my god, dude! You skipped the TSA line. Yeah. So it's like the regular line with the you know the, the, if you don't have anything the TSA line and then if you have clear you cut that line you almost feel like you're doing something wrong because the person that works there like looks at your paperwork they they scan your fingerprints like oh what's up there and um. You walk right in. So that's, it's, it's excellent. So that's give us a call bad. if you want to be a part of it. I mean, not give us a call if you want to be a part of it. Give us a call if you want to play What's in the Box, presented by Clear, 631-388-5195. I think Lizzie might have someone online. If not, just to recap, tomorrow, opening day, obviously. Hopefully you guys are super pumped up about it. Um, what's we up? We have to get another caller. The caller that They just- won already? Yeah, oh, they and won. I recognized his voice, which is so crazy. Yes, all right. Next person, I think the phone the phone's ringing right now. Um, so anyway, tomorrow, get down to uh, City Field, obviously opening day. MTA lot is where we tailgate. If you're listening to this afterwards, maybe in the morning on your way to the ballpark, go to the7line.com, click the blog, and there is a map. You can't get lost. There is a map that explains where you should go tomorrow. Just look for that little pin and hang out. Don't be a mooch if you're looking to come and, and drink and hang out and whatever. Bring something and also clean up after yourselves because last year the parking lot was a wreck on opening day and that just makes everybody look bad. So definitely, definitely, definitely clean up after yourself. All right. So it's time to play everyone's favorite game show. What's in the box? And it's brought to you by Clear. Beating the lines at both the airport and the ballpark have never been easier with Clear who is now partnered with nine Major League Baseball teams. You need to use this tomorrow, guys. This is a big deal for opening day. It is opening day tomorrow. You guys are going to want to get to your seats as soon as possible. Get that new food. Get that magnetic calendar. Get everything. Stop by the seven-line kiosk. Pick up some stuff. All of it. There's no faster way to do all that than to sign up for the new Clear Ballpark membership. Plus, make air travel frictionless and hassle-free by using the promo code 7LINEARMY and receive three months of your airport membership for free. Sign up today with the promo code 7LINEARMY at clearme.com. That is clearme.com. We got Danny, we think, on the line from, uh, oh, it's Danny Finley. I think it is Danny Finley. Danny Finley, what's up, man? What's happening, guys? What's happening with you? It looks like both our hockey teams went down the, the crapper, huh? went full rebuild mode you guys i don't know we're we're still we're still hanging on man we if jt resigns i think we'll be okay so we'll see we'll see i'll probably be crying my oatmeal in a couple months but (laughs) we shall see all right man we got a couple of packages here yeah three right three so pick one two or three and uh we'll give you whatever's in them what's the options one two or three uh two okay two (laughs) nice and easy (laughs) 
<laughs> Always like a number two. Oh, jeez. This is what I'm dealing with here. <laughs> That's my, my line if it's number two. All right. <laughs> it's a home sweet home shirt. Ooh, what size is it? I was going to say a 2X. Oh, two you know, X. Not gonna fit you know anyone who rocks a 2X? So I was going to say. Uh, probably. All right, yeah, so, so we'll actually, you know what? I'm not going to even mail this. I'm going to save the shipping. I'll bring it to you at the tailgate party tomorrow. There you go. That yeah. goes right to Danny. Yeah, All right, bro. See you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow, man. All right, see you guys. Danny Finley, great guy, as always, one of our great friends to give us a call. We appreciate it, and you well, too. Good, good for him because whoever got through first, um, you know, got vetoed out. Yeah, by, I mean, if, you, if you've won in a little while, you know, it'd be cool. Be cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, we are going to get to the share contest. If you haven't done that yet, you got a couple seconds. Uh, Lizzie's going to scroll through. She's got a very important job tonight because this is absolutely the biggest prize we have ever given away on the little program here. On our special Wednesday night opening day eve edition of Orange and Blue Thing. Um, are you ready? No. Oh, okay. Oh. How about that? <laughs> so I have to. Well, I have to reload the page and make sure everybody that everybody that shared is correct. Yeah, you want to keep so. it fair. You want to keep it fair. Yeah. Look at that. This is a. Uh, this is is a fair. It's a very big moment. Yeah, I was gonna say this is a huge moment. Don't blow it. The stakes have never been higher here. My my heart rate must be out the roof right now. Out the roof. <laughs> out the roof. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> we are at seven o'clock now. It's seven o'clock. We are thirteen hours until the 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 opening day gates open. The fact that people are still hanging in with us through this. Riveting television. This is this is this is a is, big, is this proof is a big positive deal that here. people want to see if they won. All right, drum no, roll. No, 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 no. I'm still <laughs> loading, you guys. This is this is a lot. My computer is a little slow. Let's so, talk see, about this my is, home runs then. This is why <laughs> Brian said, "You know what? Have it ready." That's why before we went live. That's it. But you know what? Whatever. You know what can you do now? Uh, so let's talk about my home runs and how great they were. They were great. <laughs> no, they actually really. When I got back here, I was like, it was a real baseball field. I was actually yeah. very impressed. Yeah. So anyone, who do you think I was taking you to? I don't like a little league park or something. Come on, man. <laughs> come on. No, but you know what? I, okay. I am, I'm very pumped for Monday, and I think that it's going to be awesome. Everyone else besides taking that, me, I'm taking that whatever trophy oh, because be. I still am owed a trophy from softball. Everyone should be very nervous. All right, Lizzie. True chance. Um, I kid you not. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me change the screen here. All right, what's up? Who won? Okay, I kid you not. And it's legit. You really picked. I'm I'm serious when I tell you that my computer is loading. Number one. Okay. Number two. I got three people that were first, and the first and the third were a husband and wife. Okay. That's okay. Okay. But, but like you picked them, right? Whoever, well, la- however you landed on, they wins. They were loading. Oh, okay. Okay. So who? Who's, so what the fuck's going on here? Dude, going, my computer is taking forever. What do you want? It's not my fault. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What kind of operation are we running over here? All right. Just pick a name. Like, don't look and put Tell your finger on the screen. Stop. stop. Again. Okay. But it's whoever, go, whatever. It's going to Dan and Mish. That's fine if they that's won. Who that's, it was. Okay. Yep. That's yep. fine. Okay. They so they can it. duke it out to see who gets well, to go. They can they, both go. Oh, they can go. both go. Yeah. Well, if they right. can, they probably have work. They're gonna have to. No, Mish is off next week. Well, there that. you go. So Mish is in. Everyone's gonna think this shit is rigged. But I'm you know, sorry. That's that's what it was. That's I'm all right. You. It is what it is. Mish and Dan get to shag fly balls in that field next week. That's it. From me, because yours is going to be over the fence. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Next week, we're back at our regu- regular, regularly scheduled. <laughs> I can't. I have no fucking voice, man. This sucks. Uh, next week, Thursday, formula. back on the on the horse on Thursday night, 6 p.m. Eastern, Facebook.com slash The Seven Line. If you're listening afterwards, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, tune in, all that good stuff. We appreciate your downloads. Maybe try to catch the live show. That's how you win some free stuff from the show. Uh, see you out there tomorrow at, at the ballpark. Cheers to a new year. Let's go.
mitts. I'm so excited. 